0: Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Sunday, 30th July, 2023. Our bit today is taken from Psalm 27, verse 10, which says, When my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. He will take care of me. And as it always does, friends, Sunday has come around once again, meaning, it's time to gather in the Lord's sanctuary to give thanks, worship and have joyful fellowship together. And today we open our worship services with a sweet, simple and timely Christian hymn titled Softly and Tenderly Jesus is Calling, written in 1880 by American lyricist and composer Will LaMartine Thompson who lived between 1814 sorry 1847 and 1909 now it seems thompson was inspired to devote himself to writing while attending a meeting by popular evangelist dwight l moody who himself lived between 1837 and 1899 and allegedly when moody was dying in the hospital barred from seeing visitors thompson showed up there and moody insisted on seeing him then he told thompson will i would rather have written softly and tenderly jesus is calling than anything i have been able to do in my whole life and that is the high regard in which the great evangelist held the song so with that same high regard. Let's now sing it. Let's raise our voices in sacrificial praise in a soulful, scintillating, harmonious, and heartfelt version that will leave no doubt whatsoever about our sincerity. Singing, softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling for you and for me. See, on the portals he's waiting and watching, watching for you and for me and then the chorus tells us come home come home you who are weary come home earnestly tenderly jesus is calling calling O sinner come home and the next verse continues why should we tarry when jesus is pleading pleading for you and for me why should we linger and heed not his mercies mercies for you and for me and we go through the chorus there one more time then the verse tells us time is now fleeting the moments are passing passing from you and from me shadows are gathering deathbeds are coming coming for you and for me and the chorus one more time and this last verse says oh for the wonderful love he has promised Promise for you and for me. Though we have sinned, he has mercy and pardon. Pardon for you and for me. (coughs) Excuse me a minute. And then we come to the last chorus that says, Come home. Come home. You who are weary, come home. Earnestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling. Calling, O sinner, come home. And we go through that one more time. Yes, Jesus is calling, calling, oh, sinner, come home. Excuse me, let me get some water here. Throat is getting dry on me. <clears throat> yes, friends, that was marvelous. Those simple but ever so true, genuine sentiments touch hearts all over the universe. And this commentary explains why the song, though simple, is so powerful and so loved. It says, this hymn invites us to come and accept God's mercy together. The first stanza and refrain give the picture that Jesus is gently calling, calling like a mother after her small children. The second stanza reminds us that there's nothing to be gained by delay, especially when the third warns that death is coming sooner or later. The final stanza entices us with a promise of love, pardon and mercy that is wonderfully available for those who wish to accept it. And that's the gospel truth, my brethren. Brother David said it in Psalm 27, when my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up, take care of me. And Isaiah said it thus on the Lord's behalf when he advises people to sing of God's comfort and mercy. He writes, can a woman forget her sucking or nursing child that she should not and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget thee, yet will I not forget thee. Behold." I have graven or inscribed thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. And that's Isaiah 49, 15 to 16. Now, that was God's promise to Israel, and it still holds true to us today. And yes, friends, all through the good library, the Lord promises that he will never leave nor forsake those who come to him in sincerity and truth. But Jesus, as was his wont, encapsulated it best when he offered his great invitation that says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of from me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, that's gentle and humble, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And we all know that comes from Matthew 11, 28-30. And it could not be said any plainer or simpler than that, my people. Jesus lays it all out on a platter for us. Here it is, he says, this is what I can do for you. And no one else can do it like he does. But it's up to us to accept his invitation. It's like Isaiah invited on the Lord's behalf long before that, when he says, Ho, oh, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread? and your labor for that which satisfied not. Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness or abundance. And that's Isaiah 55, 1-2. O my people, the Lord's offer of salvation is a free gift to all who will receive it. Isaiah spoke of those who were spiritually hungry and thirsty while Jesus invited the weary and heavy laden. But it's all the same thing. True spiritual food, a lighter burden, and rest can only be had through God's free gift of salvation, which was earned by Jesus' sacrifice of his sinless life on the cross at Calvary. And Jesus said it right up front. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And we also know that scripture, which comes from John 3:16 to 17. And that's how much God loved us. And he wasn't afraid to show it. But Paul writes in Romans, but God commended or demonstrated his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that's Romans 5.8. Now, there can be absolutely no doubt of the very high level of compassion God had and still has for his most precious but also most disobedient creation. And although we are own way and disobedient, he's still pleading with us to come home to him because that's where we belong. And until we accept his offer of salvation, we'll never be happy or satisfied. Or most importantly, get the chance to spend eternity with him. For All who reject his son, Jesus, will end up being eternally separated from him. And as I keep reminding us, that is the worst thing that can happen to a human soul. And furthermore, time is running out on us, friends. We don't have all the time in the world to make up our minds. Because the Lord can take away your breath of life at any time. And Jesus can also return at any time, like a thief in the night. And if any of those things happen before you accept Christ as Lord and Savior, then you are S-O-L, crap or smoke your pipe. So, as Jesus said, let him hear who has ears to hear. Much love. And the postscript for today says, only in and through Jesus can we all find our soul's need? Yes friends, it's only in and through Jesus we can find whatever we need for our souls. So please, let's look to Jesus now. He's the one and only, the way the truth, the life, the only way to the Father. And the Father is where we are made to be. So please, let's get wise, start living in unity and living for Christ. And we pray that in his strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Sunday, my people. Much love.